What up, y'all? It's DJ Envy. And I am Gia Casey. And this is another edition of the Casey Crew. Welcome. Welcome, everybody. Hopefully, you guys had a great week. Uh, we are kicking off our week uh Pretty good, actually. I really had an amazing last couple of days besides the snow. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in L.A. Uh, over the weekend, and I really missed you. <laughs> so when I got back, I really tried to D you down hard. You did try to D me down hard. I tried. <laughs> I got a little tired. I was a little jet lagged, but that little 10 minutes was like the best 10 minutes ever. Yeah, and then 10 minutes and one second, that back started giving out. Yeah. <laughs> the legs started shaking. If I didn't... if I didn't, You need to hit the gym. If I wasn't jet lagged, and I am in the gym, but if I wasn't jet lagged, <laughs> it would have been 20 minutes. But because I was a little jet lagged and tired from LA, it was 10 minutes. Uh-huh. Well, I thank you for that. All right. <laughs> now, uh, if you want to see us live and talk and chat with us live, don't forget our live show is April 15th at the Highline Ballroom. Highlineballroom.com is less than 50 tickets uh, left. We'd love to see you guys. And the reason I talk about it so much is the last one we did, people would hit me at the last minute, like, it's sold out, it's sold out. I'm like, yeah, I'm trying to tell you. Don't wait last minute. We have uh, less than 50 tickets. We'd love to see you guys. All right. Now, this week's uh, podcast, I want to talk about some personal, personal shit. Yes. Let me interrupt you. We are going to start off this episode with argument of the week because we are literally in the middle of a disagreement that we were having 20 minutes ago. And I said, you know what? Just hold on to that and we'll have the discussion on the podcast. Right. So um, when I got back from L.A., uh, I went downstairs in the basement to work out and I told Madison to come with me. Mm -hmm. The reason I told her to come with me is because, you know, I haven't seen her in in a couple of days because I was in L.A. And I just wanted to connect and talk with the, you know, no TV, no music, just me and her talking while I'm I'm lifting weights. And uh, we started talking and I asked everything. How's school? How's your friends? What are you into? What music? Like we talk about everything. And uh, she was talking about one of her friends she was talking to and um, pretty much her friend was saying, hey, you know, what will it take for you to pretty much come out with me? Meaning he he drives mm-hmm. and he was asking, what will it take? I know your parents are very strict. I know they don't want you to drive with anybody. And we're know. not very strict, by the way. Go ahead. And he was asking, you know, what will it take to, you know, to go out, you know, whatever, go get some pizza or whatever it may be. So after talking to Madison, and and if you listen to the podcast, you know Madison's safety police. (laughs) And when I mean safety police, she don't play nothing that's unsafe. I mean, you're not going to talk on the phone while you're driving, unless it's a Bluetooth. You're not going to text and drive. She will tell on you. You you better have your seatbelt on. You better be doing the speed limit. Like, she is on it. And not just with me, not just with gear, not just with the nanny, whoever she's in the car with, she doesn't play. Like, I've gotten checked many times. Right. And so talking to Madison and I was saying, you know, Madison, so, you know, would you want to, you know, go get something to eat or maybe go to the mall? And she was like, yeah, but I'm not allowed to ride with anybody in the car. And and the gentleman that we're talking about, I, I've seen him a couple of times. I spoke to him a couple of times and seems like a nice guy. And he was really into I know your parents are strict, but what can I do to make it? comfortable for them like i will drive them around if need be i will be extra safe and madison was like no he's a safe individual he's not one of those crazy guys he said when people go out he's the designated driver like he is a good model kid and i was like oh okay i don't i don't have a problem with it let me go talk to mom well let me just say before you go any further 
you have to give a little backstory because we discussed the way that we parent and some of our ideas about parenting on a much earlier podcast. So there are people that might be new listeners that have no idea what we're talking about right now. Yeah, we're very, I guess we're not strict, but we're we're, not strict. We're very strict and very. You hold on, hold on. You think we're strict? Yes. You think that we are strict? More you than me, yes. Strict? You really use the word strict? I, I'm I'm floored. Okay. Strict? You want me to give you some examples? Rashawn, your examples are BS. Okay. Honestly. When 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 was that Ma- those are that's not strict. When was Madison allowed to If you bring up crossing the street again, when was she allowed to we're cross the street? Fight. When was she allowed to cross the street? Rashawn. She's not really allowed to cross the street. She's allowed stop can you stop perpetuating that? Dude, that is not the truth. Why, why, yeah. why are you saying that? We live in a cul-de-sac. You don't even allow the kids to play in a cul-de-sac. Listen, at 14 and 16 now, they can play in the cul-de-sac at if 16. they chose to. Okay. Listen. That's strict. <laughs> no, I, w- I really want you to think about... No, 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 I, no, 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 no. I really want you to think you about are so off what base we were able to do at what age. The way that you're saying it, it gives the wrong impression. Yeah, I used to walk to the bodega to get beef patties and cocoa bread, probably at the age of 10, 11, 12, walk across the street near Springfield Boulevard, and I didn't live in an area like this, and my parents allowed me to do it. Okay. I was taking the bus, like public transportation. Right. Rashawn, so was I. You're right. not You're not speaking you anything that I'm not familiar because with. Because you were a girl. I was, yes, I was... I was able to do a lot of things at a right. young age. When I was nine, I was walking to summer camp with my group of friends. Right. So, so like I said, yes, you, we I are, understand. are strict when it comes to our kids. Wait, let me just clear that up. It's not that they're not allowed to cross the street. We don't really have streets to cross in a sense. Like we don't have sidewalks in our town. It's... A house, the lawn, the curb, and the street. So it's not as though they're not allowed to cross the street. They're not allowed to walk to friends' houses in our neighborhood solely based on the fact that there are no sidewalks. No, that's not true. What do you mean that's not true? When you were at the hairdresser, right, you said, Madison, go to the car and get my charger. Madison said, Mom, I can't. Because I can't cross the street to go get it. Because she doesn't have any experience. This sounds so... I can't even imagine how this is coming off. It's called strict. No, no, listen. She couldn't cross the street because she didn't really have experience crossing the street. (laughs) (laughs) Because there are no streets to cross. And the reason, like I was saying before you interrupted me, they're not allowed to walk from our house to a friend's house because there are no sidewalks. And I'm always concerned about drunk drivers. I'm concerned about young teenagers that just got their licenses that are texting while driving on the phone while driving that don't have good reaction time. If her and her friends are walking after it gets dark, there are kids that may not be, you don't have experience. According to you, a 16 year old should be able to walk around at night. When I was 16, I was taking the train to New York city with you. I didn't say at night. At night. But if you're comparing, if you're comparing what you were able to do at this age and what I was able to do to what Madison is able to do, it's just not comparable. We live in different times. We grew up, just under a different umbrella. Like we were very different than our kids and it, everything comes with the territory. So that's the reason why they don't have that much experience as far as walking in the streets. No, I know. I think it was worse that we were allowed to do what we were able to do because we grew up in, I grew up in Brooklyn and then Queens, you grew up in Queens right? and crime was 
a different beast. It was. When we were growing up. I mean, I remember, you know, walking around and seeing crack vials on on the, on the ground. Right. So, yeah, it was completely different. And I went through a few things you know, when I was younger, that demonstrated that it wasn't safe necessarily for me to be walking around at 9, 10, 11, 12, what have you, taking the bus to school at 12 and 13. But I was allowed to do that. So that doesn't dictate how I parent, because I don't think that I necessarily should have been able to do those I'm not things. saying it does, but we are a little strict. But let's get back to the story. So anyway, that's the reason why she can't cross the street, because oh they're really she's not allowed to walk around the streets like her friends are able to go to their friends' houses, walk to their friends' houses and whatnot. So it's not that she can't cross the street. I knew how to cross the street probably when I was six or seven years old because I lived on a Brooklyn block and there was a street and a sidewalk and I crossed the street every day. So if we lived in that type of neighborhood, of course she would be able to cross the street, Rashawn. So don't paint that picture because that just sounds ridiculous. I am painting that picture. She couldn't go get your charger that day because she didn't know how to cross the street. But I just explained why. So you're going to ignore what I, I just know, explained? But, but, but she should be able to go across the street. Even an, another example. They just right? don't have experience. It's another not example. that they're not allowed. Another example. They're not allowed to walk to their friends' houses like their friends are. I was going to the mall, right, at 15 years old with my friends. Right. You will never let Madison go to the mall. Right. Because I don't friends. want her to be kidnapped. Exactly. But she's with her friends. She has a cell phone. You don't care. You was, if, if she wants to go to the mall, you'd be like, go ahead. And I'm going to be in the mall, too. Yes. And, and, I, but and see, that's the be, thing. Hold on. Hold gadget on. following see, her around. No, no, no. I don't follow her around. Like, for instance, that one time that we went to the mall. Correct. And she was with her girlfriend. Right. I said, OK, go ahead. Me and your dad will go get something to eat. Call me every 25 minutes. <laughs> So that I know that you're safe. Period. So I'm willing to do things that some other parents aren't willing to do. Other parents might say no and no is no. My answer is yes. The stipulation is that I will take you there and I will pick you up. All right. So I'm willing to do those things. I don't don't say no, you can't do X, Y, and Z. I'm like, sure, whatever you, listen, if you ask Madison, if she asks me for permission to do anything, the answer is 95% of the time, yes, 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 yes. I'm just going to put stipulations around it to make sure that she's safe. All right. Well, that's all. Back to the question at hand. Okay. So go ahead. So now this young man is talking about taking Madison wherever it could be to the pizza shop it could be to the mall it could be to freaking McDonald's right Mm -hmm. so you know I'm talking to Madison and and I'm like you know what well Madison what do your other friends do it was like my other friends hang out with my friends that drive it's cool I usually don't because I'm not allowed to Mm -hmm. you know and I said well Madison you're the safety police you see everything how does this kid drive she was like he drives very safe I've never seen him talk on the cell phone while he's driving <laughs> that's I've never a joke text I, he always wears a seatbelt that's a joke when, when you're I even him. saying that Why? so her experience with him driving seen? with what she sees is him pulling in and out of the school parking lot no which is no experience with him driving no no not she with has him no driving. idea what she, he does because she she's never him. been in a car with him want me to explain it Feel okay. free to explain it. Now, a couple of weeks ago, the young man had a birthday party, correct? I don't know. At a spa. We dropped them all. We dropped them all. Okay. Right? Well, that wasn't a party. It was a birthday. You said he had a birthday party. I said, I don't know. You birth- said we dropped him off. A we birth- dropped her off. A birthday spa type of thing, right? Okay. It was like six of them and they went to the spa. Which we said yes to. Right? Because we dropped her off. Now, on the way home, his friends were driving home with him. Mm-hmm. We told Madison no. So the poor boy's mom had to come to the spa to pick up Madison to drive home. Now Hold on, on the one way, second. 
Oh, <laughs> you we, came in we, here for a huggy? We taping a podcast, baby. So hurry up, give mommy a hug, and then you got to get out of here. And then daddy hug. Uh, daddy hug. All right, give me a kiss. Come on, come on, come on. Hurry, hurry, give me a kiss. Don't hug you. Just kiss, kiss, kiss. Bigger kiss, big. Oh, there's my. <laughs> All right, get out of here, meatball. Love you. We'll come get you when we're done, okay, princess? All right. And close the door, please. Okay. Close it tight, okay? All right. So the poor boy's mom had to go to the spa just to pick up Madison. And when Madison was leaving, she seen the way he was driving. It was like he drives fine, no problems. Wait, and I'm sorry. Um, she saw him driving how? She was in one car and the boy was in a, another car. Oh, so when she saw him pull out of the spa they parking lot. They were following lot. each other. They were following each other back to our town. So okay. she's seen him drive. Mm-hmm. So, but, but what I'm trying to say is Madison is the safety police. She will tell on any, she would tell on me. If a cop pulled me over for texting and driving, Madison might be like, he was texting and driving. <laughs> That's the type of person she is. Uh-huh, so, sounds about right. So when I came up to Gia and I said, you know, if she wants to go out with this young man, whether it's to get pizza or wherever, wherever, I don't have a problem with it because I feel comfortable with the young man. And the young man even said to her, if I have to drive your parents around to show them that I'm a safe and good driver, I will. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with it. But you do. But before do. before you state your side, let me ask you a question. You were driving with me when you were what age? 16. 16. 15, 16. I, I was 17. Mm-hmm. I used to speed. Mm-hmm. I used to do crazy shit all the time. Yep. And you drove with me, right? Uh-huh, I did. Not only that, you got on the back of my motorcycle times when I was doing over 100 miles an hour. Yep, like a damn jackass. Stupid. That's exactly what I did. Now, even let's take it younger than that. What? At age 14, you had a boyfriend mm-hmm. who had a car. Right. And you drove with him. Once to the movies to see True Lies with Arnold Schwarzenegger. I didn't ask you how many times. I said, did you or did you not <laughs> once, drive with him? Yes, You once. did drive with him, right? Yes, but I was a 14-year-old making a decision for myself, which I shouldn't have been able to do. Did anything happen on any of those occasions? No, nothing happened, but it doesn't take away the potential for something to have happened. Anything could happen at any time. And Now, let me ask you a question. Now, the, this young man seems like he's... Uh, a way better and smarter driver than I was at 17 and, and probably way better than Rashawn, your boyfriend back then. you have no grounds to say that. No, I'm going to tell you And, why, and on, the fact on, that on, you keep saying that sounds ridiculous. Let You've never finish. been in a car with him. Let me finish. Hold on, let me finish that. You've never been in a car with him. You've never seen him drive more than in and out of a school parking lot. Let me finish what I'm saying. You have no idea. And stop passing gas. Sorry. Stop it. Oh, my gosh. Now, let me finish Hold what on. I'm saying. You wouldn't let I me finish. Have, so wait, what is this? Let me finish. Fresh breeze air freshener on my night table because he is incessantly passing gas. That's because I eat greens. Oh, my. Now, but let me tell Hold you. Hold on. Don't no, spray the mic. I'm not spraying the you mic. You sprayed the mic. Now you're going to talk until it's going to be all on your lips. I don't have to smell, smell it. Now, let me tell you what I was saying before you cut me off. You're so rude. Madison is way brighter and way smarter at this age than you are. No, I wouldn't say yes, that. Yeah, absolutely. Because you how know is what? that way brighter and way smarter? I'm going to tell you why. Go, I don't why even understand was. how you... Because Madison wouldn't get on the back of a fucking bike with her boyfriend doing 100 miles an hour. Madison wouldn't. Madison wouldn't get in the car when her boyfriend was speeding. Why are you yelling speeding. at me? Oh, Madison wouldn't get in the car <laughs> with her boyfriend speeding. You know why? Because she's fucking smarter than you. No, so, she's safer than me. And smarter. That's smarter, too. If you say so. So that's smarter. So I have 100%. What, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I don't know. But I'm I'm a hundred percent confident. That's the word mm-hmm. I was looking for. I was gonna say approval. A confident in my daughter and the decisions that she makes when it comes to safety. So I know if this young man did get a little crazy, my daughter's the type to be like, 
put me out right now. My daddy's coming to get me. So I do feel confident. You can't fucking comfort her and and fucking hoard her for the rest of your life. You can't. You have to let her fucking wings fly a little bit. Like right now, she doesn't even know how to fly. You push her out the door, she's gonna fall on her face because she don't know how to fly. Teach her right. how to fly. Okay. So what you're what you're saying sounds okay. I mean, it's, it's correct. It's right. No, no, it's not correct because you're not really providing a full, a full picture of what's going on. Okay. What's going on? First of all, I'll put it out there. Like you're talking about strict. I'm not strict. I just want to make sure that my kids are safe. Absolutely. We all do. That's all. We all do. That's all. And anything that I can do to ensure their safety is exactly what I'm going to do. Our kids aren't allowed to do a lot of the things that their friends are allowed to do, but take into consideration that their friends drink, have full bottles of vodka, like under their beds mm-hmm. at 16. They smoke, they jewel, they vape, they do drugs, they pop pills. They do all types of things. You didn't have friends like and that? No, I did not. Yes, you did. What are you talking about? You didn't about? have any friends on your block that drank? No. There was a, a dude no, what at are one you of your talking parties. about? There was a light-skinned dude at your party at your house. What party at my house? You had a party at your house that I was there, and there was a light-skinned dude, and he was drinking. I don't know who no, was. No, he wasn't. That's not true, Rashawn. Nobody was drinking in my house. Well, my friends used to drink. No, but, but how did you just make that up? I and I know what light-skinned dude you're talking about. Isn't there a picture of him slumped over? Yes, maybe he was tired. He absolutely, that was Lewis. He absolutely, positively was not Uh, drinking in my house. uh, I did not have any friends. And this, listen, and this is completely different than times now. So I'm not comparing how we grew up necessarily to how things are right now. And I'm not saying that our generation was better than this generation or anything like that. But the truth is, And you should know because you were there. So I really want to know what you're talking about when I put it in that perspective. My friends did not drink. My friends did. And they did not do drugs. And they they didn't even smoke. My friends didn't even smoke cigarettes. So now we had the same friends. By the time that I hit 15 and I met you, what friends of ours were doing drugs? Just answer me that. Tell me, none of them were doing drugs. No. Who was doing drugs? My friends from my block were drinking at that age. But your friends that you had in common with me. So all of the kids that went to prep that we hung out with, tell me, were any of them doing drugs? The ones we went to Catholic school, St. Francis Prep? You know what school we went to, don't you? Yeah, no, none of them, no. None of them. Were any of them drinking? Did we ever go out and drink? No. Did any of them even smoke weed? No. Let's take it a step further. Did any of our friends smoke cigarettes? No. Exactly. So... If you're talking about like when we were young, you now your friends from your block, right, they might have just had a slightly different upbringing. That's all. So maybe forties and eight. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe your friends on your block, but my friends didn't do that. So hmm. whichever way, Madison's friends do do that. Not stuff. all of her friends. Some, Not all some of her do. friends. I'm speaking generally. Okay, she has friends that do that. So, and a lot of those friends, their parents know that they do that. A lot. Of, some of her friends provide the alcohol and sometimes, you know, the vapes and the jewels for their 16 year old kids. Correct. So let's start by saying, don't tell me what the, her friends are allowed to do. I'm not. You did say something. You're like, OK, well, what are your friends doing? And your friends are able to drive with their friends and whatnot. Don't 
Don't don't draw that comparison. No, if because all, we said, parent differently. No, I said if and, all her and, friends are going out and this individual that we're talking about is not a drinker and not a smoker. Why are you yelling at me? I'm not yelling. You are. I'm not. A little bit. You're raising your voice. If he's not a drinker and he's not a smoker, then I don't see the necessary problem with it. You know, we have to allow her to do things. You don't know. This is my point. This is why you sound a little ridiculous to me. I don't know what. You don't know if he drinks. You don't know if he smokes. Madison is not dating him, so she only knows what she sees. Right. And obviously, she doesn't spend as much time with him because she's not able to drive with him and they. she doesn't go to his house or anything like that. So she cannot speak for whether... He smokes, he drinks, he texts while he drives, he takes phone calls while he drives, or anything. She can only know that's not about trust, sweetie. It is. It's not about trust. It is. Hold on. It's not about trust. So that's my first point. Let's not compare Madison to her friends and what they're able to do versus what she's able to do or what they're able to do and she's able to do compared to what we were able to do as kids. That's number one. Number two, Madison is allowed to date. If she wants a boyfriend, she can choose a boyfriend with my blessing. She should be. I'm just putting that out there because you're saying What's that the first time I'm you kissed strict. The boy? What's the first time you kissed a boy? The first time I kissed a boy? With your little fast ass. Yeah, you kissed. Um... Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Fifth grade? Fifth grade? What the... What, what, how old were you in fifth grade? Mm, nine or ten? Nine or ten. Madison is 16 years old. She's went on one date. Yes. I was. A, we. And guess who else? Who, guess who else was I on that was date? Like, I was like. Listen. Guess who else was on that date? Me. I was in the <laughs> restaurant with them. And so was I. Uh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, that's fantastic. But my, I, you can't compare what we were doing because our upbringing was totally different. You know, I lived on a inner city block. And I was playing and jumping double dutch on the sidewalk every day. And you didn't I get could shot. walk. I could walk four, but I could have. I could have. We could. We could walk. She could walk out the house and trip, fall on her face, and die. Break her neck. What is that? That like what kind of comparison Anything is that? Happen you at can't any compare time. tripping and getting shot because Anything that because those at that, any time. those two factors aren't they don't relate, and it has nothing to do with the type of neighborhood that you lived in. You the type of neighborhood that I lived in, something like that, maybe could have happened. You know, not that it was a bad neighborhood, but I grew up in Brooklyn in the 80s. So it was possible. So maybe my parents could have clamped down a little bit more. Would I have been happy about it? Of course not. I loved the way that I grew up. And you turned out good? Luckily, yes. Luckily, yes. But a lot of things happened to me when I was younger. I was, someone attempted to abduct me and I survived that. Correct. And there were a lot of things that happened. Hold on one second. You need to go pee pee? Okay, the, baby. There's a we'll zillion new one. Go. Harry, go, go. But what? Okay, you said okay. the bathroom's not working. You want, go to the bathroom in your room. I'll go in Madison's room and close the door. Really tight, okay, handsome? Oh my goodness. Love you. But 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 all right, bye. You can just the other like one that. first, that's good. That's good. That's good. Let him go. Let him go. Let him go. Let him go. <laughs> all right. All right. Now, what are you saying now? I don't remember what I was saying. I was saying that Madison. No, I was saying. Um, I don't know. I said that she's allowed to date. That's number two. Number three. Oh, let boy. me just explain because this is what I was saying a little while ago <sighs> that you didn't explain earlier. Explain what? 
the reason why she's not allowed to drive, well, she's not allowed to be in a car with another teenager driving. I have no problem with when Madison turns 17, for her to make decisions about where she wants to go, if she wants to go to the mall, if she wants to go out to eat, if she wants to, you know, explore and do things with her friends. I have no problem with that when she's 17. My perspective is this. When she's 17, she would have had a year under her belt learning how to drive with her permit. All right. And who would be teaching her how to drive? Me. You. Me. Maybe our friend Anthony, who's a pro driver. Uh Uh-huh. Maybe occasionally her grandfather. And maybe a handful of other people that I may trust her to be behind the wheel with. Under their guidance. I will be able to speak to her ability to drive. That coupled with the fact that I know that, as you put it, she's the safety police. I will feel confident with her as a driver. I will know that she's not going to text and drive. She's not going to drink and drive. She's not going to smoke weed or, and I don't know if smoking weed has any effect on your driving, but I know that she's not going to do drugs and drive. I know that she's going to protect herself. Correct. I cannot put that trust in another teenager I cannot even if I've driven with them once or twice of course they're going to be on their best driving behavior with us in the car let's say it's a boy that wants to date her and I'm not saying that this boy wants to date her he may just want to be her friend and hang out with her so they're just friends yeah they're just friends whatever it is but I cannot speak to whether he has good reaction time, he has good reflexes, he has good intuition, he can get himself out of a stressful situation that comes upon him quickly while he's driving. I can't speak to any of those qualities. So if anything ever happens to Madison while she's in a car, I want to know that it is because it is either the fault of her own or the fault of another driver of which she has no control over. And it's not because I put her in a situation where another teenager is driving her and made some sort of mistake and she has to suffer and pay the consequences for it. I have to do my job as a parent. That's correct. So I do not feel comfortable with her as a teenager being in a car with another teenager when she's able to drive It is my prerogative, and I know that you don't agree with this, and I guess we're going to have to talk about it some more, but it's my prerogative that she always drive herself or she is the driver of herself and her group of friends. Well, let me tell you you something, right? If Madison wasn't the way that she is, it'd be a different situation. If this was Logan we were having this conversation about, I would say, you know what? I agree with you because Logan is more of, I want to hang with the gang. Let's just all go out and have fun. That's Mm -hmm. Logan. He's safety second. Madison is such a safety first that I know Madison will be looking out for everything. She knows when somebody has even it might before. be too late. Let me finish. She knows when somebody smoked before. She knows if somebody's driving and her feeling uncomfortable from the start. And she's a strong girl. She's not going to let somebody debo her. If she feels uncomfortable, she's going to get out that motherfucking car and call her daddy immediately. So that's what I'm fine with. And two, but it can be too late at that it could point. Be, it, anything could be too late. My, and I'm my, an let adult. Me finish. Let me finish. And I don't know. I don't always know if someone's drinking. Let me finish. Now, when it comes to Madison, she <clears> is the type of individual where she is strong. She can do her own thing, but we have to allow her to 
go out there and do things. We have to allow her to make a mistake or two. And I'm not talking about a death mistake. How many fucking mistakes Being did you make? Being in the car can be a death mistake. It could be, but it could not be. It could be. And we're not saying. But it could be. That's the part that I'm concerned about, that but, it could be. I don't care about that. It could not but, be. But, but, but she's not driving to Virginia. She's not driving to North Dakota. She can get in an she's accident driving. between here and five blocks from here. She can slip out the house and break her neck. Anything can happen at any but time. But the probability that that's going to happen is very low when it comes is to driving. Ver- no, it's not yes, very it low is. when it comes to driving. Yes, it is. Anything I mean, you're less happen. likely to get into a plane crash we than a car accident. We cannot protect her like that for the rest of our lives. What happens when she goes to college? No, she's I want to protect her until a- at least until she's 18. But... Listen, she can ha- she can no. wait eight more months. No. She can wait eight more months until she's 17. That's not right. Why is it not right? You did all she types can wait of eight shit. more months until she's no. 17 to hang out with her friends in that capacity. No, no. She you did all types of fuck shit. What at does your that age? have to do with but anything? What I'm trying to say so is- because because I did things that I shouldn't have been able to do, I should pass that along. I should pass the baton to my daughter. No, you did things that your parents allowed you to do and nothing happened. Right. And there Nothing are kids happened. that did the things that my parents let me do and things did happen. There's kids that go to clubs right now at 25 and, and get shot by accident or something happens. If you continue to protect your daughter, something could happen at any given time. You but still guess have to, what? You but still guess have what? To I'm lowering the probability. You still have to um, allow and, and her to live and, and be a teenager. Is, that's you have pretty, to that's, allow her to be a teenager. That's, that's what the, you have to allow. That's the stake in the ground. No. I am lowering the probability. So when you say, when your response to me is no. anything can happen at any time my counter response is that it is my job as a mother to lower that probability no, no. and it you is within reason we don't take her fun away she's she's able let me correct myself i don't take her fun away within reason i'm all about madison having fun mm-hmm. i want her to enjoy her life to the fullest would it be more fun for her to go to the mall, to go out to eat, to go to parties in the car with her friends? Of course. Would it be more enjoyable for her to share those moments laughing, giggling, talking, music blazing out the car and everything with her friends? Of course. I did it. Right. I know what it feels like. But in my opinion, she can wait eight months to have those experiences where she's in control of the vehicle that she's in. Yeah, I'm not saying give her everything that she asked for or let her drive in everybody's car. But if this one individual seems like a nice person, seems like he's he doesn't drink, he doesn't smoke, he doesn't do any of those things. And Madison would know because she's constantly around them. Then I, I say, yes, you give her opportunity to go out with her friend. Seems like a nice person. Seems like they don't drink. Seems like they don't smoke. Madison knows this. Seems is not good enough for me. And no, Madison does not know. There's no way and of possibly knowing anybody, though. Point. There's no way of knowing anybody. I mean, think about it like this. A parent that drives Madison around could have just smoked some weed or just took some cocaine or just took some crack. She won't know. But at least with these kids, she's around more and she sees who drinks. She sees who smokes. But at least if she happens to be in the car... With an adult, a parent that may have just smoked a little bit of weed, at least they probably have 30 years of doing that under their belt and they're more equipped 
to handle that than someone that just got their license eight months ago. I'd rather she drive with somebody who doesn't drink or smoke than a parent who smokes a little cocaine that, of that's course, brand new. But the problem is that you don't know if this individual or any individual drinks or smokes. We don't know anybody, though. And that is my point. That is why I want my that's child. That's why you can label it whatever you like. Truthfully, I don't care what it's called. I don't care how it comes across. The only thing that I care about is that I have as much control of my child's safety and she has as much control of her safety as possible. I, I, I think you're wrong. I, I think you have to give you her. You just think I'm completely wrong. I think, I mean, you're right with some of the things that you're saying, but you can't overprotect your child where your child can't do some of the things that every and all normal kids are doing that's in that's legal. You know what I mean? I understand if, if a, a whole bunch of kids were drinking and she was like, oh, I want to drink. No, this is w- possibly one person who Madison, who is the safety police. Now, if Madison wasn't a, this damn safety person, I would be like, all right, this is a little different. But she watches everything and she's she's aware of what's going on around her surroundings. And if she gives this guy, this person, a clear protocol of good person non-drinker non-smoker she said that he's actually the designated driver when they do go out because he doesn't do anything he's a hard worker seems like a nice boy and he even said hey if i gotta drive your parents around i would and nobody would do that shit i wouldn't do that as a kid i'm like fuck it get in the car get the fuck out you know but I say give her an opportunity. I say give them an opportunity. If he wants to take it to the pizza shop or to the movies that's right around the corner or shit, who knows? Yeah, I don't have a problem with it. I know you don't have a problem with it, but I do have a problem with it. Not to say that I'm not open to meeting him. And again, again, Apparently, they're just friends. Correct. Right? Or he just wants to hang out with her like he hangs out with a lot of people. All of his friends, right. You know? And I'm sure that he's a nice boy. And he may not drink. He may not smoke. He may be a very responsible driver. But at the same time, he may not be. So I'm not throwing this young man under the bus. I haven't met him. I know that you have. So I have no judgment on him. I have no opinion of him. This is just me talking about my daughter and a hypothetical person because I don't know him. To me, he's just a hypothetical person and Mm -hmm. everything that I'm imagining can happen are just hypothetical forms of my imagination. See, you know what the problem is? The real problem is the down to the bottom problem is. What's that? The problem is you. Oh, I'm the problem. You are the problem. Oh, let, let me let me find out why I'm the problem. All right, this is why you're the problem. <laughs> Educate me, please. No, I'm, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest. Okay, be honest. You have too much time on your fucking hands. That's what it is. Yeah, absolutely. I, hold on, hold on. Me, mm-hmm. a mother of five mm-hmm. who cooks, who cleans, who takes care of my children, who takes care of my husband, who's constantly traveling, yes. who's doing, who's running this whole Casey machine. I have too much time on my hands. Yeah, you do. All right, I'd like to hear more about this. What time, time do you go I to have. sleep? What time do I go to sleep? What Answer the question. I what time sleep, do you go to sleep? I go to sleep at different times on different nights. Usually 2, 3 in the morning, correct? Mm, on occasion. Yeah, right. And what are you doing between the time of when I pass out and you go to sleep? Taking my kids to basketball. No, no, no. I mean, football. at night. At night. At yeah, night. at when night. I, I, when t- I go to at, sleep at, at 10 o'clock at night. When I fall asleep at 10 o'clock at night, to you fall asleep at 2, 3 in the morning, what are you doing? Binging on This Is Us recently. No, that's recently. But before that, <laughs> you were watching ID, right? 
That's where you're going with this? And criminal investigation ID. Oh, so that's too much time. That's too much time. So between, so on my free time, my free time between 10, 11 o'clock at night and two o'clock in the morning, that's too much time? No, that's not too much time. That's time that I make. No. That's time that I make. Instead of watching when I can ID, be in La La Land. Instead of watching ID, watch the Christian channel. And you wouldn't have those thoughts. <laughs> Christian but channel. you watch ID and then everybody's a burglar. Everybody's a criminal. Everybody's <laughs> trying to kidnap. Everybody's trying to shoot somebody. That, that, mm-hmm. that, that's your problem. Because every scenario that you gave me during this whole conversation, I've heard or seen on ID. Somehow, some way. Now, if you watch the Christian channel. Oh, if I watch the Christian channel. Your no. scenarios would be like, yes, maybe they'll go pray with each other. <laughs> right. Maybe right. they'll go to Because church. that's reality. Or maybe they'll get a latte. Because but, that's reality. But you watching the ID channel. Well, I don't. All you do is talk about, you know. Madison, you're never going to Aruba because they kidnapped a girl in Aruba. That's not true. Stop it. Now you're exaggerating. But hold on. Let me give you a real occurrence. Let me give you on ID, right? No, it didn't happen on ID. Let me give you a real occurrence that you may remember. That you may remember. About a year ago. Year ago. There was a boy. A boy who is the son of someone that we know's friend. Okay, you confuse me, but I'm trying to the son. The son of someone that we know's friend. All right. And this boy was driving on the highway, mm-hmm. teenager, 19 years old, Okay, driving on the highway. And while he was driving, he was Snapchatting, lost control of the car, crashed, ran off into a ditch. And I believe he was decapitated. Mother and father lost, I believe, their only child. No, uh-huh. no, he had a sister, I believe. Right. Hold on. Who Come is in. it? Go ahead. Maddie, we on this. What? Yeah, I can wake up in the morning. Also, no, no, there's there no, no also. also. We're, to- we're, we're doing a podcast. podcast. We're like in the middle. It also. Goodbye. Peace. Beat it. Love you. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> um, Good night. I believe he was the only boy. I think he had a sister. Mm-hmm. But whichever way, he was Snapchatting. And the last, and the reason, and he, I think, I believe he was missing for a day or two, something mm-hmm. like that, if I'm not mistaken. And the only way that people were able to find him in the car, which ran off into a ditch, was because of his last Snapchat, which was like something, and, and this could be wrong, but something to the effect of like, woohoo, and it showed that he was speeding and whatnot. Right. 19-year-old kid, lost his life. That's not too far removed from stupid-ish that you did. Correct. When we were young, Driving like that, showing off, especially when you have friends in the car, speeding, music blasting, that's a thing. It was a thing when we were young. It was a thing five years ago. I'm sure it's a thing now. Correct. It's just a teenage way of life for some teenagers. Do you know what I mean? It is. And I just don't want her in a situation where, yes, I know Madison speaks up. I know, as you put it, she's not going to get deboed. My point is, I don't want it to be a situation where it's too late. And even if it's a kid that's on his P's and Q's, I don't want a kid that has only been experienced in driving for eight months who just got his license. I can't speak to the fact that he's able to handle situations that require intuition or reflexes or anticipate an accident happening three seconds before it happens. Do you understand what I'm saying? They could be, as a matter of fact, 
A few years ago, I was on the George Washington Bridge and a car stopped in front of me. Immediate, like it was such an abrupt stop. It was a car stopped in front of them, a car stopped in front of them. It was like a domino effect. I had to jam on my brakes and that's only because my reflex, my intuition, I saw it happening. But I might have only had two seconds to make that decision or else I would have rear-ended him. I jammed on my brakes and I just knew that the person in back of me probably didn't have the same reaction time. And after I jammed on my brakes, I just looked into my rearview mirror because I was waiting to get rear-ended. And sure enough, I was rear-ended. And that could be, you know, a kid flying through a windshield. And that has nothing to do with drinking, smoking, or anything like that, texting. That has to do with reaction time. I can't put my kid in a situation where the driver, even though he's doing everything right, isn't able to handle something that might be difficult to prevent. Well, well how did that rear end feel? I had on my seatbelt, so I was okay. I had a backache for a few days, but... Would you like to get rear-ended later on? Awesome. It's just great. You're fantastic. You're actually amazing. You're amazing. Sorry. Thanks. And finish your point. You never miss an opportunity. Nope. Great. Um, and that's my point. So you can be right. Like I said, he can be a nice kid. He could be a straight A student. He could be the pillar of responsibility. But let's just change the focus. It can be because of a lack of experience driving. Well, you know what? Well, let's let's do this because huh? we, we can disagree all night long. Right. Let's just ask people when they hear the podcast to leave a comment under the picture. Is Gia being too much of an overprotective mom? You know, that the fact that her 16-year-old daughter can't go with a young man that is a safe driver, that doesn't drink, doesn't smoke, that, you know, um, is willing to take the parents out to show him that he can drive. And Madison's a strong girl that will not let anybody speed or anybody talk or text on the phone. Is is Gia being too overprotective, especially at her age? She did way worse. It has nothing to do with I'm just, it. I'm just you asking. You have to know that. I'm just asking the question. Go ahead. Or, or, or am I being wrong? That is the question. Okay. And just so you know, I'm an open-minded person, am I not? Open-minded? Open-minded. Yes. Okay. I would be willing to entertain maybe taking a ride or two with him. Mm -hmm. And if I'm satisfied with that, maybe during daytime hours, maybe creeping into evening hours, duskish, maybe (laughs) I would let him drive with her in town. Meaning to the movies in our town, out to eat in our town. Are you going to follow them as they drive? And hold on, I'm not saying that I'm agreeing to this. I'm saying I'm open to the discussion oh. of it. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If I'm satisfied with him, because at that point, maybe he'll understand exactly how serious it is. And maybe he would drive with her the same way that he would drive with us in the okay. car because he realizes how serious it is. All right. What about this? What about if I lend him, right? If they go to the movies, my Rolls Royce, because I know if he drives my Rolls Royce, he will not do anything. He will extra protect it. I don't think that's necessary because I know that this kid has a pretty nice car. So I'm sure he doesn't want to harm his own car. There's a difference when you're driving. Uh, give me a break. So stop close. it. Stop, stop, stop. You know I mean? So that I'm open to the discussion. Okay. 
Okay. All right. So please leave a comment and let us know what you think. And you will not hurt Gia's feeling if you don't agree. How do you know if my feelings will get hurt or not? Well, you just going to speak for me? I'm not, but I mean, people <laughs> just got to be honest. That's all. Uh-huh. All right. So uh, first email. Um, emails now? Yeah. All right. Okay. Hey, Gia, I think you're so dope. Just listen to this week's podcast. And I heard you mention your daughter attending Montessori school. I have three children, uh, two years old, tw- two-year-old twins and a three-year-old. Ooh. My oldest daughter is very independent and creative, so I really wanted to enroll her in Montessori school. But against my gut, I enrolled her in regular school at two years old, and she had a difficult time adjusting, so I withdrew her. Now she's three. I'm still considering Montessori school. Questions. Did all of your children attend Montessori school? I can answer that. That's yes. Uh, Why did you choose a Montessori school, and what are the benefits you feel uh, your children received? Uh, I can start off. And the reason mm-hmm. I picked that is because a lot of people ask about our kids and in, in schooling. Um, so I can start. Sure, of course. Uh, all of our kids went to Montessori. Reason being is Montessori has a way of teaching where they uh, when they start to teach the kids, they really see what your kid is is. I guess pushing to or interested in interested in or what they gravitate towards and then they kind of focus on that it's a way of learning it's no real age limit as far as not you know all the third graders are one class all the fourth graders are one class Uh, somebody's at our door it's um you know the third graders will be with the with the three-year-olds will be with the seven-year-olds so it's a way of learning where they learn how to play with other kids uh you know, do activities with other kids. So all of our kids have been in Montessori as soon as they were able to. Brooklyn, who's one and a half, will probably be going next month. Right. So that's that. So what do you think about Montessori schools? Um, I love the fundamentals of Montessori, especially mm-hmm. for kids at a young age. Um, it's not a very regimented way of learning. Just like you said, they... Allow the okay. So let me give the setup. Uh-huh. Um, they their classrooms like when when they first start, it can be babies in a classroom with kids all the way up to five years old. Correct. So the ages are integrated, and it's nice because it it encourages socialization, but. You see the older kids, the four and five year olds helping with the babies and helping with the younger ones. So that's kind of nice. And the younger ones are learning and taking cues from the older ones. So I like that about it. And I like that the kids are encouraged to be individuals. Mm -hmm. They're encouraged in that way by being able to choose what they want to learn. They get to choose what they want to play with. They get to choose what they're interested in. So that encourages freedom. Mm -hmm. So if you walk into a Montessori class, you see children at different stations, different areas, different tables, and they're doing things that appeal to them. So with that taken into consideration, you get to see if your child is probably going to excel in math or excel in logic or excel in different areas. And when you receive that information, you can further encourage that information, that, um, that focus at home. Right. So that I think is nice. And in my opinion, it reduces the stress level of the kids. Mm -hmm. You know, if a child is in, you know, a normal school setting, then 
I don't want to say that they're forced, but they're expected to keep up with that level of education right. and whatever that curriculum is. But in a Montessori school, they're able to, in a sense, establish their own curriculum. So at a young age, they can't feel as though they're failing. They can't feel as though they're not adequate. They can't feel as though they're not keeping up because they determine what keeping up is because they're only keeping up with themselves. Right, right, right. So that for Come in. me, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, this is just like an active driver. What's up, Lo? Hey, boo boo. We're taping. How's practice? Good. All right, peace. I'll see Hi, you in a second. Um, so I think that that's very encouraging for. A young child, because even at a young age, you can experience stress right. as a child. So I like it for those reasons. I like the freedom and the individuality that's able to be expressed. Yeah, I, I do, too. And, you know, try it out. You could actually uh, have your kid there for a day and let them experience the class. You could actually stay for a couple hours and see if you like it. All of our kids have, have really, really enjoyed it. And, you know, I w- we wouldn't be sitting in Brooklyn there if we didn't love it. Right. All right. Now, um, next. But that's not to say that, um, you know, normal school isn't great and can't be successful. It's just a preference. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's what we prefer. All right. Now, uh, the next one. Now, this is a long ass email. All right. Hey, again. We know how you love those. I hate these, but this is long as shit. My phone might die reading this. <clears throat> I know you guys receive millions of emails and DMs a day, but I'm screaming for help to get the love of my life back. He's a big fan of you guys' podcast as well as The Breakfast Club. We have years of history. We met on MySpace when I was 16, and ever since we have been in and out of each other's lives. Three years back during us reconnecting, I lied about something that hurt him deeply and it has put a dent on our relationship. I'm embarrassed to say what I lied about. I would have loved to know, but she didn't say. We have broke off from communication for a year, and during that time, I was lost. We reconnected again and again, broke off communication. We have had kids. He has a child as well as I have a child by different people and always wanted kids with each other. It has been constant back and forth of us being in and out of each other's lives. Now, when we are together, it's magical. We make love that makes us go crazy. We are happy and goofy when we are around each other. So that's not our problem. Our problem is me. He has played a part of us falling back from each other as well. But I will take the blame. I have an attitude problem. He always says I don't listen and it causes him to repeat himself, which he hates. Hold on, I got a cough. <coughs> all right this is long i need water to drink this I to, to read this all right i have explained to him due to previous medical issues i can forget little things recently planned a day for us to spend with each other because he lives in north jersey and i live in south jersey so it's kind of a little distance between us and we both work a lot the day we planned went perfect in the beginning up until dinner when he was sharing a story with me in confidence and I made a few faces because I wasn't agreeing with information that was being shared. Shit, this is long. It led to an argument and things was like, you're not my girl and me saying, I think I want to go home. We went back to our hotel room and packed out things to separate. I stopped and I wanted to try to work things out. He didn't want to talk. He got in his car and tried to leave. I had my hand on the door trying to open up and he was talking through his window. I really didn't want him to leave. I wanted to talk things out and continue our day we planned. 
To stop him from leaving, I sat on the hood of his car. Oh, boy. All wrong. Well, Envy and Gia, that didn't stop him from backing up or moving a little up. So I got off the car and watched him drive off. I went back into my hotel room and cried and called, begging for him to come back. I sat in the hotel room for two hours, thinking he just went for a drive to cool off, but I realized he wasn't coming back. We have been working on getting back in a relationship, but he constantly reminds me I'm not his girl, and that really sets me off. I sometimes wonder, well, I'm not your girl. Why are we planning on romantic things? I thought threatening him by saying I'm leaving. Don't call me or text me would work to see if he'll fight for me like I do for him. But it seems like that didn't work. What do I do? What do you think? I got to breathe. Hold on. <laughs> Jeez. What's her name? Um, She didn't say her name. Okay. No, uh, her name is Yummy Love. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't want you to. Oh well, she says sincerely, Yummy Love. Oh, okay. She didn't okay. say, "Don't say my name." I mean, if her name was like Jennifer, that would have been very generic. Right, right. <laughs> I didn't want you to give her. Um, are you kidding me? Yeah, kids just keep knocking on the door. What do you want? Open the door. Oh my goodness. Oh, oh that's hi, uh, hey, that's the nanny. <laughs> It's okay. It's All right. okay. <laughs> we should be done in like 10 minutes, Irma. Or maybe 15 minutes with gear. Okay. All right. Now, what I would tell her to do, this is this is pretty similar. And guys, I'm sorry about the, the stops. But, um, I mean, if he's giving you a story and you're making facial expressions. I knew. Hold on. I knew it. I knew. I knew. I knew that that's the part that you were going to latch on to. That's what? why I wanted you to go first. What? I just wanted to know if I was right. If my intuition was right. Go ahead. What? Go ahead. Now, you can consider that childish. Oh, you know, it's just facial expressions is my natural reaction. But sometimes, in my opinion, and I'm not going to say he was right. But sometimes a man just wants to to have a conversation without feeling judged. What? Why are you looking at me like that? I mean, I, I, I can predict like the next two minutes of what you're going to say. Go ahead. So, uh, I mean, what you did wasn't wrong. And, and he was mad about that. And he could have been mad about that. But the way he reacted was whack. I mean, you had a plan. That's not a reason to break up your plans because of the way somebody reacted or somebody looked at you. That's not it at all. He could have reacted to that way better. In my opinion. Um, but you got to stop fighting. If he doesn't want to fight for it, you got to stop fighting. It has to be equal amount of fight. You know, the fact that you jumped on his car and grabbed his door handle. He knows you want it and he loves it. Right. He loves to see you beg. He loves to see you ask. He loves it. That's what guys love to do. He knows the fact that maybe his, his dick got you going crazy or the fact maybe you just like him. And he knows that. And that's nothing wrong with that. You should love somebody or like somebody like that. But he should like you back. And if he doesn't show the same amount of emotion for you, you might be doing too much. You might just want to fall back a little bit. You know, the fact that you sat on the car and told him to come back and you went back to the hotel room and he didn't come and he knows that, <coughs> excuse me, he knows that you did this for, you know, that that, that was your night. Shows me maybe he's not as interested as you think he is or the fact that he's using you because he likes the attention. I couldn't agree with you more. Pass me that water because I'm over here dying reading that long ass email. <laughs> here. I couldn't love. agree with you more. Um, mm -hmm. The fact that 
she puts on this whole display to show him how much she wants him, how much she needs him, in my opinion, is probably intoxicating to him. Mm -hmm. And if it's not intoxicating, at the very least, it's reassurance to him that he can get away with whatever it is that he wants to get away with because he knows that she's going to be there waiting and happy for him to return at the end. Absolutely. That kind of behavior on her part pretty much allows him to do whatever it is that he wants to do because the ins- the assurance is there. Correct. He has nothing to worry about. And in my opinion, it's human nature that people only do what you allow them to do. Right. People only do what they can get away with because on the other side of that is you turning your back and walking away. Right. So if you turn your back and you walk away, they realize that what they're putting out there won't be tolerated. And then if they want to be in that situation with you, they have no choice but to not act in that manner anymore. I agree with you. And, you know, and I think with their relationship, they're comfortable with each other. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? They sound more than comfortable. I think he knows that she's not going anywhere because she has a child and she enjoys him. And I think he feels the same way. And he likes playing that cat and mouse game where it's like, I'm running, chase me. I'm running, chase me. Okay, you mm-hmm. caught me. I love you. Okay, all right. You right. think you did something to get me mad? I'm running, chase me. And it's crazy because we went through that mm-hmm. a lot younger where I was the same way where right. I love the attention of you baby don't go don't run come on let's talk like I love that mm-hmm. um and and maybe he's going through that phase right now that doesn't mean he doesn't love you or he doesn't like you it just means that he loves the attention and he's not going to stop until you stop right because your behavior is so predictable right he knows how you are going to act when he walks away when he hangs up the phone he knows that if he disrespects you and hangs up on you that you're going to call him back and you're going to leave a message he knew that you were going to chase him out of that building he knew that you were going to put on a demonstration outside the car he knew that he could disrespect you by only talking to you through a cracked window he probably knew that you were going to sit on the car and he knew that he could peel off and that you would go inside and cry and be upset and call him and leave messages and he would deliberately not answer the phone and not call you back but I tell you one thing if you walked out of that building, if he walked out of that building and you didn't follow him, he would be shocked as bleep. He might have came right back. He might have came right back because you would have thrown a monkey wrench in his perceived plan. Right. Because you didn't do what he predicted you to do. You didn't do what he expected you to do. Absolutely. And he would think to himself, wait, wait, wait. this isn't the way it's supposed to go. Right. What's going on? Absolutely. You know, when... People always want, and we've said this before, people always want what they can't have. People always want what they have to work hard towards. When you give something to a person on a silver platter and you make it easy for them, whether they realize it or not, whether you realize it or not, their interest lessens. Mm -hmm. And I personally just think that where most of us are probably hardwired to be that way I think we always want the things that we have to work hard for right you know like if you're just really bright and you can get any job that you want because you have a great resume and a great education and blah 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 you may not appreciate the fruits of 
you know, what you've essentially earned as much as a person that had to study really hard, who had to go in and slay that interview and had to, you know, go back for another interview and, you know, really had to prove themselves and give the references and, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe work on a trial basis and then finally get the job. You know, when we have to work harder for something, we just appreciate it more. Absolutely. You know, and you're not really giving him the opportunity to appreciate you. You're not really giving him the opportunity to desire you or work towards you to feel the fruits of that labor, the labor that he puts into getting you and keeping you and making you happy. I just think that you need to lay off and believe me, it is not easy. It is not easy. Like when someone hangs up on you and they're not calling you back and all you want to do is curse them out or tell them about themselves or handle it however you want to handle it. It's so difficult to not pick up that phone and dial that number. Seriously, like it takes willpower. It takes, you know, sometimes I've in the past, I've felt like I had to throw my phone in the toilet to prevent myself from calling you back when I was upset. Mm -hmm. But you knew that I was going to call you back. Right. So that gave you the comfort to hang up that phone. Absolutely. You know, so it's not easy. So I'm not saying that you need to lay off like it's just something that you can do. I know from experience, it's not easy, but you have to be very deliberate about it. Absolutely. You know, I've had, recently I had a friend that I had to be like, listen, don't call him back. It was a very, not... Not completely identical, but there there were similarities. And mm-hmm. I had to be like, do not call him back because right. he is expecting you to call him back. He knows that you are going to chase him because you are always 100% of the time the chaser and he's always the chasee. Right. I said, but if you don't, you will really send him for a loop. Right. And I bet you that something's going to happen that you don't expect. And that's how it turned out. I said, if you feel the need to call him, pick up the phone and call me first. I said, sometimes I don't pick up because I'm busy with the kids. But the next two days, I will pick up the phone every time that you call. Right. Do not call him. And she didn't. And everything worked out. You know, I just think that. What's her name again? Yummy love. <laughs> I think that I'm sorry. I think that yummy love just really needs to be assertive and mm-hmm. get her own self and her own actions in check and stop reaching out. If he wants to be a part of your life, he will call you. And if mm-hmm. he doesn't, then guess what? That tells you something. That tells you that despite the cat and mouse, despite the games, that you're not a priority for him. And then you just need to make that a realization and then move towards something else. Right. And I agree. And Yummy Love, we wish you the best of luck. And hopefully everything works out because you guys seem like you guys are really, really a match for each other. So hopefully everything works out. Yes. All right. Now, uh, don't forget again. April 15th, our live show. We'd love to see you guys there. We're going to be talking about, um, I don't want to tell them yet, just in case we change our mind. Just in case we change our mind. Just in case we change our mind last minute. Well, I didn't know, I didn't even know that there wasn't our mind. Well, my mind. You know. What? You're going to stop deboing this whole podcast. I'm just letting you know. (laughs) Before, Before we might change our mind. I don't even know what we're talking about that day. Okay, well, I'll let you know later. Oh, you're going to fill me in? I'll fill you in. I cannot. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, when, when you think about what we're going to talk about, what's the first thing that comes to your mouth? Why? Just dick. No, I'm just kidding. All right. Well, <laughs> that's funnier than your damn muffin joke. All right. <laughs> People liked my muffin joke. No. Did you see? 
there were people that like there were a few that thought it was horrible but there were people there were those listeners that did find the muffin joke funny and for the record the only one that had to find it funny was london and Jackson, and they did. Thank you very much. All right, for now, people who who never heard the muffin joke, you want to tell them? What I'm not it? saying it again. All right. I'm mad that you made me say it that day. All right, all right. Well, we'll see you guys next week. I'm DJ Envy. And I am Gia Casey. And that was another edition of the Casey Crew. Thanks for coming over. Toodles. Toodles.